please keep your um, uh, keep yourself on mute and uh, raise your hand, and, and we'll uh, call on you. Exciting day today uh, because this will be the first time that we go live. Uh, we've we've installed ninety five percent of the package, so really a credit to the the players and the uh, and the staff for. Uh, the massive amount of work that they've done especially through these times and in the last you know seven or eight months have done just a really good job so uh practices are you know the first two are non so it's kind of tag off which you get a little bit of sense of more uh, assignments alignments uh the last two practices have been thud tempo and it's been good it's uh, our inside run was pretty spirited the last couple days and that's a good sign from both sides of the football but Today will be uh, will be the day. You know, we'll find out. You know, when just the, the kids are out in the field by themselves, and we just let them line up and go play, and, and find out who can tackle people, who can get off blocks, who can separate. Uh, because sometimes it gets a little bit skewed when you're doing, you know, thug period. So, big day today. Excited about it, um, and uh, ready to go this afternoon. So, with that, uh, open up for questions. Okay, again, uh, please raise your hand, and we'll we'll call on you for. Questions for either coach or the players. Uh, Mark Culkin, you're the first one up, so go ahead. Good morning. Thanks, coach, for uh, joining us. So, uh, I just have, yeah, I have a real quick question. Um, Drake Jackson's being moved into linebacker role this year. Uh, what kind of conversations did you and Coach Soto have um, about moving him back to the second level? Yeah, well, it's not really going to be a, it's a hybrid position, so he's going to be more towards the line of scrimmage. Uh, you know, have the ability. So it's a it's a really a, a three four outside backer that has the ability to play at the line of scrimmage. So it's um, you know there was times where they dropped him last year, and there was times where he pass rushed. And um, so you're you're going to see him do do some different stuff out there. So when you think about the, the kind of the term linebacker, you're not necessarily when you're thinking about being off the football and um, and playing that way. So it's um, you know he's a guy that has flexibility, athletic ability. I think. Do some different things with, and uh, obviously he's a, an elite pass rusher. So we got to be mindful of that. Are you are you uh, concerned at all, or has he shown flashes that he can do a zone coverage, dropping back into coverage? Well, the, he sh he has done it in practice. So, um, but once again, it just goes back to somebody's skill set. You know, you, you just got to be mindful of the things that you want to do with him. If he if he ends up being an elite guy going after the quarterback, then you probably don't want to drop him too much. So. There's certain things that you have to do with them and uh you know and that will be in time you know we're still installing the package itself and, and just still because you got to remember we didn't have a spring football so you're kind of projecting based on what you've seen on film and then working with the guys and what you believe they're going to be good at but at the end of the day we just have to get through the next couple of weeks and then we'll start to pinpoint you know really who we are and what our guys can do and then you know, eventually when we line up and play our first game, we're doing the things that our guys can do and, and making sure that um, if, if there's certain uh, attributes that are elite, you make sure that you're doing those with the, with the right people. So, uh, Ryan Karchi, you're up. Hey, Todd, thanks for doing this. Uh, I know you talked this summer about uh, installing the defense over Zoom and the, the challenges of that. Now that you've been able to actually see the defense, how much do you feel like that install over the summer really took? And what do you still kind of have left that clearly you weren't able to practice or 
sort of institute over Zoom, other than aside from hitting, obviously? Yeah. Um, honestly, like, I think with our ability to be able to utilize, you know, four or five months to actually install over Zoom, obviously it's not one of those things where if you do something with people and, like, some guys are – they can't – think. I mean – visually it's hard for them to learn they're they're more like walk and talk and so that that's the part that kind of stinks because if you're in a meeting room you can just go in the back of the meeting room and go like let's walk through this thing so some people learn different ways but i think it's a little bit of a blessing in disguise because if we don't want out in the field after just a month or a month and a half I, i don't know if these kids really knew us you know what i'm saying like you come in and you know, and you get a little bit of a feel, but I think it's helped us because, you know, you keep walking and talking. Eventually, when you keep talking about the same thing, it actually does process. And I just look at the last four days for us and saying, like, man, these kids retained a decent amount of information. So, um, you know, if we did it right on the spring, you know, we'd have probably messed up a whole bunch of stuff. And then there may be a little bit of loss of confidence because we're trying to learn stuff and having an offense that's already had a year under their belt, it, it could have been, you know, I, I don't want to use the word bad, but it, it could have been a really a big learning curve for us. So having that extra time, regardless of not being able to walk and talk and physically do it has been really, really good for us. I mean, I'm just telling you, like when you're on there and you like, Hey, we're going to go through day one install and, and literally being able to do it like seven or eight times, you know, and just keep pounding away and get into their brains. And um, and I just judge it from our first day. We're pretty sharp, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, if it was sloppy, now we're getting to the tail end of install and there's a, you know, there's a decent amount of defense in and I they, and they still have retained quite a bit. But until you go against live, until you find out, I mean, remember at the end of the day, it's you're, you're not going to trick everybody in terms of your scheme. You're, you're going to be based on how hard you, run to the football how you get off blocks and how you tackle and that's the part that i'm excited about today because you know we have not seen it if you're talking to me after a spring football i could be like perfectly legitimately honest with you and say like this is the stuff that we got to get done but we haven't done it so big day today i think uh the building's excited i think everybody's excited because it's like this this is it you know you, you this is your resume to show that you're going to run as hard as you can for your teammates and you're going to hit somebody. And if you're not, and you'll be on the sidelines with us. So it's, um, you know, that's, that, that's, I'm excited about it for today. And for Marlon and Brandon, uh, what was the most difficult part about for you guys about learning a, a whole defensive scheme over zoom and how kind of surreal was it to finally actually see the defense lined up next to each other? Oh, you want to go first, Marlon, or you want me to go? Go ahead. Um, well, yeah, like Coach said, um, different people learn different ways. Um, and he said, you know, some people are hands-on learners, and I feel like I'm more of a hands-on learner, so I'm as starting to see the defense more and uh, starting to run through it. I'm definitely getting the plays down better, and uh, it's, it's helping me a lot more than just seeing it through Zoom. But um, now seeing the defense and, you know, uh, linking, linking plays um, and assignments, you know, I think it's a lot easier now for me. Yeah, I could just go off of what Brandon said. Like, it was, like I'm more of a hands-on learner too, but um, 
it was good to go over Zoom because we like meet every day and just go over the plays constantly. So that was good to do. And then once we got on the field, it was pretty easy to to actually actually do like go over our uh, our our steps and plays and all that. So it, it was good. Okay, we'll go to shotgun. What's kind of your excitement level today? You've already talked about it a little bit, being in full pads. How much can you really learn prior to being in full pads? Well, to me, it's it's just assignment. It's like, how much do you care? You know, you go out there and you don't know exactly what you're doing after meeting with somebody for seven months. I mean, that, that, that pretty much explains how much you care. So that's important to me because, you know, the more you put it in, the more you get out. But at the end of the day, it's, you know, you can line up perfect. You can look pretty and do all that stuff. But, you know, if you don't run to the football and you don't hit somebody, I mean, that's game of football. So, I mean, there's there's no way around it. So that that's what we're going to find out because some people, you know, they might run 4-6, but when somebody's trying to hit them, they run 4-9. And then some guys might run 4-9, and they're going to hit somebody, they run 4-6. And that's the beauty of this game. This, you know, it's it's contact, and it's about having a certain type of mindset when you walk onto the field. And and now we have the ability to do it. You know, it's one thing to talk about it. And like I said before, and that you know, without spring football, you, you don't know. You, you know, because that's the stuff that you really train. You train your culture. You train all the things that go into really what the game is about, especially defensively. But to be able to have a day today. Um, to be able to do it is exciting to me because this is where the separation begins. And I'm hopefully that, you know, everybody's out there and, you know, and, and everybody's doing it, but normal, normal cases, that's, that's not going to be the reality of it. So it's, uh, and then we're make decisions based on that. You know, that's, you know, it's one thing to, to have the tools to be able to do it. It's another thing to, to really strain to the football and want to run through somebody. I mean, that's, that's what this game's about. What have you kind of taken away from watching, you know, watching college football and being free on a Saturday, uh, you know, seeing some of the defensive lapses and stuff? You know, is there any extra emphasis that you try to put on something after having watched some some games played this this season? Uh, I, I just think there's a trend probably a little bit more towards pace in certain leagues that probably haven't seen it, you know. You know, I, we, we saw a little bit of SEC doing some different stuff where, you know, probably they're more accustomed to some more traditional looks. So I think you're starting to see that a little bit more up-tempo stuff. And I've seen that through my whole career. The last league I was in the same way. And, you know, this league will be very similar. But, you know, it's uh, if there's anything to it, it's probably be that you got to be mindful of the, you know, how much time you have and the tackling part of it. So, there, you know, obviously when people get you in space and you really don't have a spring football to go through completely of tackling and you're trying to be smart going into a season, it's the same thing. So you see a decent amount of missed tackles too. But I just think uh, college football is, you know, really starting to change and it's becoming um, a, a little bit different in some leagues that were a little bit more traditional. You know, I, I just bring up the SEC because it's, you know, they're probably – not seeing a ton of pace, a, a lot of spread, you know, getting the ball in and out of hands. They're probably more accustomed to seeing line up and smash the ball down somebody, get three yards, go in the huddle and smash it again and maybe throw some play action. So that's that's probably one of the reasons. Okay, we'll go to Adam Grossbart now. 
you know, Todd, you said the situation, you know, has some blessings in disguise, but, you know, back in March, what was your initial reaction to realizing you weren't going to have a spring to install your defense? And is there any element of surprise that you're sitting here telling us that it's 95% installed with only, you know, a handful of actual practices? I'm, I was disappointed. I think the guys were disappointed because, I mean, at the end of the day, you want to go out in the field and compete. But I always try to think of the, the positives of it, you know, and it's just like, okay, at the end of the day, if we went out there and we spent, you know, five to six days just trying to get lined up and, and trying to figure out the things that we're doing, it's, you know, so I, I, I tried my best to be positive about it. So I looked at it and we can't control it. So let's, let's make the best out of it. Let's try to make it work. And, and do it and, and we do have 95 percent of the stuff that's in you know we, we have probably about five maybe six installs that we do okay and 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 we're at five right now and there's there'll be a handful of things that are in this package that are more specifically game plan items that we would pull out and say hey listen we're going to do this versus this team this team but with the the really the meat and potatoes of this package is done so that's and you like to try to get that done before the first day of live football because you don't want to have to install stuff if you're asking somebody to run as fast as they can and not think and just put your foot in the ground and run and hit. So I, like I said before, and a credit to the players, you know, and a credit to the, the coaches for, you know, getting this stuff installed and taught. And, and like, you know, Marlon and Brandon said, it's like, you know, it takes some time to physically go through it. It's one thing to take mental reps and it's other thing to do physical reps, but um, you know, they've done a great job. And Brandon, the big opt out news for the team was J2 Fele uh, opting for the draft. Like what type of opportunity does that provide for you going into your senior year? Um, you know, um, Jay and, and Marlon, you know, they're, they're like my brothers. They're, you know, one of them, they're, they're two of my closest friends that I, I made in college. And, you know, seeing him leave, it definitely, I mean, I'm happy for him. Don't get me wrong, but, you know, seeing him leave, you know, it, it left a big void in our, in our defensive line experience wise. And, you know, I just feel like now that, that, that burden is on me, you know, being, you know, veteran senior of the, the, the group and I just feel like I have more uh, accountability to my teammates now to uh, fill that void that, that Jay left. Thanks, Brandon. Okay, we'll go to um, Ryan Young. Uh, Todd, as you've gotten to know your personnel these last seven months, how much have you adjusted or tweaked your defense from what you ran at Texas to what you're going to be running this season? Um, it'll be, it'll be similar. We're not getting into the nuts and bolts because I, I would like Arizona State to work <laughs> a little bit. So, um, it, it's modified. I had a pretty good sense of, of who could do what, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, because, you know, those guys, I, I always think it's important not to judge guys, but to take a look at their skill set, you know, before you get to a place, especially when you get to a place to watch the guys last year, see what they're doing. So it's kind of a modification of some of the stuff that um, I believe they're good at and try to put them in spots. And we've been pretty fortunate. There's only been a handful of man maneuvers that we've made um, that we thought coming in 
that it, they would be good fits. And then we kind of go through the first four days of practice and say, you know what, maybe we need to put this guy here. But I think we had a pretty good sense of what these guys can do and their skill sets. And, you know, cause we study them quite a bit. And um, so far, you know, it really hasn't been any major movements off of what we thought they were coming in before we even put a ball down, you know, to where we're at right now. And then what were your thoughts on losing Jay and, and what does that mean for Marlon and, and Brandon and their roles? Yeah, you know, it's uh, Jay's a big-time ball player, man, and we, we wish him the best of luck. And we, we know he's going to go high in the draft. Um, you know, it's one of those situations that it's, it's understandable, you know. It's, um, and, and these guys are going to, just like Brandon said, we're, they're going to pick up the slack. There's no doubt about it. But, you know, it's a collective group. Uh, once again, it's... Um, these guys will be rolled in and out. You know, defensive line position isn't one where you're going to see somebody on the field for 70 or 80 plays. You know, collectively as a group, you're, you're looking at those guys, especially in the 40s, the 50s, depending on how games go. So they understand that. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, and, and they'll get it done. Okay, we'll go now to Ryan Abraham. Morning, Todd. Um, come from a program highly recruited athletes of texas same sort of thing at usc just from the first four have you seen any athletes that kind of stood out to you maybe surprised you a little bit oh i think you know we knew coming into it just watching them on film and um their skill sets but it's you know i i don't want to get specific with guys because you know you you get into it and it's i I, like i said look get past today (laughs) When we get past the day, I'll answer that question probably a little bit better because they all look good. You know what I'm saying? And it's running around in, in shorts and, and T-shirts and tagging people off. Everybody looks looks the part. But to kind of get back to your question with it, I mean, there are some guys, but it's like anything else. You know, when you're learning a system, sometimes, you know, they might not look as athletic because they're a little bit un- unsure. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just going to hold judgment on that on that for right now until we get through the contact you know once give me that question uh four or five days from now and i'll be able to tell you like hey this guy's a real dude because you know he can do it and he runs just as fast when we ask him to hit somebody that he does when we ask him to tag him off and then uh marlon with everyone talk about jay uh, opting out how different has practice been for you with him not there um hasn't been too different i mean jay is a big loss for us but it just means uh, other guys got to step in. And, uh, you know, we have to come together as a group and uh, just keep working to, you know, do what uh, Jay did when he was here. But I'm totally happy for Jay on his decision. I mean, I wish he would stay here, but, you know, he had to make his move. And I'm, I'm totally happy for him. Okay, we'll go to Jason Hill. Antonio? Todd, this is only your, your fifth or sixth practice with a, a brand new coaching staff on the defense side of the ball, basically. What, what's it been like the past couple of months building a chemistry with them and, you know, getting getting on the same page? Oh, it's been great. You know, I knew when we, when we started, to, uh, myself and, and Coach Helton start putting this crew together is that um, we kind of had to think the same. Um, you wanted smart, tough guys, you know, and that that was really important so that it, it worked because you can you can have a very talented staff but if they're they're not cohesive if they're not 
preaching the same thing. I, was, I thought it was pretty evident because when we first got here, we all got interviewed and we didn't like sit in a room and talk about like, hey, we're going to run to the football. We're going to be physical and do all that stuff. And everybody kind of said the same thing, like kind of parroted each other. And I, I just thought it was pretty cool that, you know, you have four different guys coming. You know, Craig and I have worked together, but, you know, you have Dante and Vic that are coming from different situations, but we really think one and the same, and it's it's really cool. So yeah, as we put it together, we want to make sure that we have the right personalities in, you know, what we thought was best for the guys, you know, that's number one. And then, you know, obviously from a recruiting standpoint, you want to have guys that really got after it that way. But, um, you know, it's the same thing with the players. You, you meet a lot of the time, you know, and uh, you get coordinated, get on the same page and, um, but at the end of the day, it's all about the message that we're all sending to the to the players of, you know, kind of the demands of winning a championship. At the end of the day, that's all we're trying to instill in our players. So it's, um, you know, it's been really good. Okay, let's jump down to Eric McKinney. Hey, Todd. Uh, well, one of the common themes, I guess, so far of, of kind of your stops has been a, a real quick improvement in, in play on that defensive side. What, what are what is it about your scheme or, or maybe the situations that, that you've come into that have allowed that to happen? Uh, I think a little, a little bit of the scheme part of it, but probably more or less just kind of um, a little bit of a kickstart. You know, you get into a place and there's, you know, um, I'm really into the probably more of the culture stuff and more into just this, you know, the running to the football and being physical and having confidence and doing all that stuff. So I think it's probably more the internal than it actually is the scheme. So, you know, a lot of the places just, just need a little bit of a, uh, you know, just a little bit of a kickstart. So it's, um, and, and these guys are good and we're, we're trying to get to the point where it's, you know, we're installing stuff, and now, now that the install is done, it's just to go out there and, and play free. So I think sometimes you can, as a coordinator, I've done this a long time, you know, and I think sometimes you, you get really conscientious guys, really good kids, which we have here, okay, and, and they want to do well. But sometimes it's like they, they, they want to please so much, it's like, don't worry about that, man. Just go out there and just put your foot in the ground and run as hard as you can and go hit somebody. So... I think that's what trying to, you know, the places I've been coming into is just to, to try to free these guys up. It's okay to fail, man. It's That's what practice is about. Fail big. You know, I'm, I'm going to fail big at times, but I'm going to learn from it, and I'm going to go to the next play, and I'm going to figure things out, and I'm just going to keep moving forward. So I, I think to answer your question, it's, it's more of the internal training than it is the actual scheme. And then, Marlon, um, what, what went into the, the number change? Uh, I just... I've been wearing 51 since I was in high school, and I don't know, just, I guess after this quarantine, I just didn't want to wear the number anymore, and just, 93 was available for, like, D-lineman numbers, so I just took that one. Okay, we have time just for a couple more questions. Let's jump to Skyler. Hey, everyone. Um, Skyler Treppel here from USC Annenberg Media, graduate student. Uh, Todd, I really like the positive mindset that you bring to this team. And in such an unprecedented year and time where, you know, people are going to be watching college football for hope, inspiration during these quarantine times, uh, most people might get down about it. But I know that that's not the mentality of this team. So I'd love to hear 
how do you motivate the players or see this as a golden opportunity to do something really special that maybe isn't done in other seasons or that makes this season more special? Well, I think anytime you go through uh, something like this, I, my, me personally, the reason why I love football, you know, growing up, either playing or coaching with it is just to, to be with my my teammates and to go out there and do things that are kind of against human nature, to be honest with you. You know, we went out yesterday and it was 90 degrees outside. We went two hours and ran around and hit people. But at the end of the day, you, you do it for your for the people in that room. Um, and that's the really cool part about it, about this is it's so unique of a sport that the physical demands, the mental demands, not letting each other down. Um, that's why I come to work every day. And I'm sure if you ask the, those two guys on the Zoom right now, it's the reason why they strain and they do the things that they do is for a greater purpose than themselves. And um, when you go through something, you're kind of like, hey, listen, we're kind of on our own right now. and we're not even a thought and then to be able to get turned back on and be able to do it. And I think that was the part I heard coach Helton talk about it when they shut us down off of spring football. It's like, you know, what do we do now? Do we pout or we just go back to our training and just wait for our orders to come back. And, and that's what we did. And I thought the guys were really professional about that, you know, cause it'd been easy to get lax and just say, yeah, this thing ain't going down. So, you know, why, why are we doing all this stuff? But they didn't, they were detailed. And so when we got the call, but I'm telling you, when we walked on that field together, like physically with like football helmets on, on and we went through flex and stretch and they put a ball down, I'm telling you, we were, we were like eight-year-old kids in our first, you know, padded practice. You know, it's 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 really cool. And it's, uh, but that shows you what kind of people that we have in this program. But um, at the end of the day, you do it because you really care about the people around you. You're not selfish and you know, just worried about yourself and people are counting on you, you know, to, to do things and to study, to know what you're doing. And and like I said about today's practice, that's, this will be even the better part of it is whether you're willing to sacrifice, you know, when the ball goes out in the perimeter as, you know, Marlon, Brandon going to, you know, turn and just sprint as hard as they can because their brother needs them out there to, to help somebody get them on the ground. And, you know, and how physical are we going to be? Okay, we've got one minute to, for a quick question and answer. I will go to Ryan Young, uh, and the coach has to go to a meeting, and the players have classes. Yeah, just a real quick, Todd, your overview of the linebacker position and with the injuries there, is it kind of between Kanai and Raylan now for that max spot? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're working there. We're going to try to keep uh, EA as much as we can in, in the position that he played a little bit last year. Um but we're going to work some guys around with, without getting real specific on it. You know, those three guys have stood out. I mean, they've got some pelts on the wall, so they, they've have, have experience. Um, and I will say this about all three of them. They're extremely sharp kids. I'm telling you, you know, we, we've have really strained them mentally. And all those guys um, have picked up this package really, really well. So I'm excited to see how that shakes out, you know, who ends up. Uh, being the guys, and um, but they're all going to play. So um, you know they they do some really good things. And but like once again, we'll see after today's practice where exactly where we're at. Thank you. Okay, Todd, Brandon, Marlon, thank you guys very much for joining us. Uh, 